Hi, this is Tony at Cover. I'm speaking to Barry Shrasbury, the Senior Manager at One Life Insurance Direct Sales. Barry, thank you very much for taking time to talk to me. Thank you, Tony. A pleasure to be chatting to you today. Yeah, great stuff. I normally don't talk to much to direct salespeople, so it's um, great for me to have a chat with you um, this morning. Our audience normally is um, in the broker distribution side, but I know that um, you know uh, uh, One Life is also a player in um, uh, both sides. So yeah, um, thank nice. you for that. Uh, yeah, I look forward to um, some of your comments. Barry, you guys um, recently had a big roadshow, and um, you know, just um, sharing some um, insights with um, independent financial advisors, which then shows, you know, when it says direct sales, there's a bit of a twist to it. Maybe you can tell us a little bit more. Um, yeah, so I suppose uh, a couple of things. Um, you know, as you rightly pointed out, Tony, we we actually play in both spaces. We have got uh, when our business formed back in 2006, it was uh, strictly a direct model back in those days. Uh, but we certainly saw the opportunity around 2012, 2013, uh, that there's a desperate need to be playing in the broker distribution space as well. And so we took to market back then uh, a few offerings um, entering into the more sort of entry level markets. And over the years, we've really expanded uh, to incorporate uh, right through to the affluent market. So, you know, we like to believe we're a brand and a company and products for all South Africans. Uh, across the entire product range and suite and uh, right through um, the whole LSM range as well. Um, so yeah, the idea behind that uh, roadshow was really just to showcase some of the, the offerings. Uh, you know, a number of people might not be fully aware of what it is that we've got to offer. Um, so it was really a fantastic opportunity to, to really unpack a lot of that with uh, some of the IFAs out in the market, because that roadshow is strictly targeted at uh, naturally the IFAs. Um, and just showcasing, you know, a lot of our fantastic uh, opportunities and, uh, you know, how we go about doing business, what's some of the unique proposition that we've got to offer um, uh, that we think can add a lot of value to the market and to the IFA themselves as well. Yeah, I, I mean, I saw, you know, just from a, a cover perspective over the years that, you know, for from the IFA's side, they have to very much get um, you know acquainted with technology, with working in a in a sort of a virtual space, etc. And obviously, yes. with your guys' experience with technology, and um, you know, which is what most direct players are doing, is you sharing those um, experiences and skills with the IFAs in terms of how they should transform their businesses. Maybe you can just. Sort of give me a little bit of your thoughts on experience with IFAs and you know how they're taking up this new environment. Yes, so I mean it's a, it's such an interesting point that you raise, and uh, you know you've kind of hit the nail on the head there in terms of you know we've got a, a particular historical skill set um, and and business knowledge uh, that that we've built over the years. Um, and, you know, each different type of channel in business, uh, you know, they have their, their pros uh, that they've got uh, and value that they can add. And I'd yeah. say, you know, process uh, from a direct player is uh, a quite integral part of their business, right? The, any direct player needs to make sure that they run operations efficiently and they've yeah. got processes to match that to meet the client experience and need. 
And so now what you do is you take some of that and you blend it into this IFA's world and give them some of those process efficiencies. Um, so through by way of things like tech enhancements uh, and enabling them, you know, sometimes there's this almost fear that oh, is, is this digital world going to take over my job as an IFA? And the truth of the matter is it's, it couldn't be anything further from the truth. The reality is it's actually there to enhance the experience that you can give your clients and your overall experience that you have as well as an IFA can actually enable you to grow your business. So we're basically taking a lot of those um, process efficiencies and putting it right into the hands of the IFA. So now you've actually got the best of both worlds. That's exactly, yeah. No, I mean, that's um, that's the fascinating time that we live in, you know, is that um, yeah. the brokers have access to, to this now. It's almost like the technology has that was only um, available for very large corporates have now been sort of almost democratized. Yeah, and that, that sort of leads to the second part of your roadshow that you had with regards to closing the protection gap. Yes. Because the only way really to do that is to have very good processes and um, use technology properly. Absolutely, yeah. And you know, the interesting thing is, and I'll touch on that in a second, but, um, you know, just on a related point, the, the one thing that I think created a burning platform um, in, with respect to, you know, guys embracing digital solutions and, and technologies in order to do business was COVID, right? I mean, the reality is everything for the IFA world came to a grinding halt. Um, and and so what we needed to do is give them solutions to make sure that they can keep their business running and uh, producing and the like. Um, and so fortunately, we are quite agile because when we first brought our offering to the market, uh, it was fully digitally enabled from the start. So it's never been, at least in our life and wealth, you know, targeted affluent market, it's never been a paper-based uh, application process. Everything's been digital from day one. We just needed to do a slight tweak so that we could actually enable remote acceptance so that the broker could actually sell safely in a manner like we're doing right now. They could actually conclude business like that over a Teams call if that was what was suitable or convenient. And so what it did is, you know, it's, it created this burning platform for guys to need to transition into this. Uh, but, you know, the great thing is uh, so many advisors, we've actually seen them growing their businesses by embracing these digital solutions. I mean, we've, we've seen guys in some cases growing in excess of 200% against their pre-COVID levels. Mm -hmm. And just by embracing things like the digital solutions and technologies, and what it brings to them is that a lot of time savings that they can now reinvest that time back into their business. Yeah. No, I mean, what an exciting time, actually. You know, it, just when we thought that, you know, the battle used to be that technology is going to take over from the IFA, et cetera. But yes. it was quite, it's been quite the opposite. Yeah. And uh, especially for those that embrace technology, um, as you said, they really uh, took advantage of this environment. Yeah, and that's what it should be, an enabler, really. And that's how we position it in the market because that's exactly what we wanted to do. Is yeah. you know, At the end of the day, people still buy from people, right? And I think there's a, a level of trust that they have in having that human connection. Um, but let's take away all of the unnecessary uh, time-consuming administrative burden that's come with the traditional way of doing business. Um, and, you know, in doing so now, what you're actually doing to solve that bigger protection gap is uh, you, you've got uh, another challenge is the number of advisors in the market. There's a concern with the, the reducing number of new entrants coming in. Um, so there might be a bit of a challenge of the skills transfer over time. 
Um, and, and part of it's got to do with the fact that, uh, you know, guys, maybe newer entrants or younger generation advisors coming in might not see it as overly exciting, the industry. So it needed a bit of a shakeup as well so that, uh, you know, you've got guys wanting to come and play in this space uh, because it's digitally enabled, it's exciting, it's fresh, it's new, it's not this long, laborious process like it's been in the past. And yeah. so what's all of this digital solution and the time saving now that we can pass on to the advisor enables a couple of things. I mean, number one, you can access a much bigger market than you did before. Uh, the truth of the matter is traditionally, you know, you might have gone and traveled within an X kilometer radius of your home. Occasionally, you travel a bit further out. Advisor now can be based in Joburg and conclude a, a deal with yeah. a, a client based in Cape Town if necessary. So mm -hmm. he's, it's created a much bigger pool on, on the one hand, um, but also the the time savings and efficiencies, it allows him to manage and service a much bigger uh, base of clients as well uh, than they would have in the past, which has also been a bit of a lingering concern for guys is, you know, if there's this reducing skills, let's call it a skills gap uh, with a, a lower number of new entrants coming in, how are we going to service all of these clients? And uh, mm. solutions enabled with technology is exactly what we need as, this, as part of the solution. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can have more clients and you can have more interaction with them at the same time. Definitely, uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the you know that's it's an interesting thing as well. I mean, I, I suppose nowadays everyone to some degree, um, you know, they're embracing technologies in various ways and formats, right? I mean, we are the uh, so many people have done online shopping as an example. Uh, you know, if you asked a room of a hundred people who's used, uh, you know, one of the supermarkets uh, quick delivery services, you'd probably find ninety odd percent of people have done mm -hmm. that. Yep. You know, 10 years ago, foreign, totally foreign concept. Guys who are used to going bricks and mortar have to go in and do this thing face to face. So everything's changing. And I think people are more and more accepting that this is a, a lot more convenient to do business in this way. Um, so certainly why not in the financial services sector as well? Yeah, no, absolutely. Brilliant. Well, um, congrats to you guys for uh, making that gap and making it really work, you know, and um, extending into this environment because you've been doing really well in the IFA space over the last years. So, yes, thank you. Um, yeah, congrats for that. Barry, thank you so much for uh, taking time to talk to me. It was um, great to catch up again. Yeah, lovely. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much, Tony.